In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. In the name of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Please be seated. As they say, life happens. Some of the things that happen to us grieve us, make us sad, or leave us confused. For instance, we just marked the 28th anniversary this week of the Murrah building bomb. Tornadoes and hail ravaged our state. Countless shootings and other bad news. Of course, there are a myriad of personal events that wear us down as well. Infertility, the unexpected death of a loved one, broken relationships, and so on. Perhaps at some point you have found yourself thinking or even saying, God, why did you let that happen? God, are are you there? Can you hear me? I thought things were going to be different. I, I don't understand. Whether grief, sadness, or simply we don't understand, it can be hard to see and know how God is working or whether he's there. But let's be honest, even when things are going okay, we can struggle to sense God's presence as we get through our days. Our gospel passage presents us with two disciples who are suffering and struggling to understand God's plan. They, like us, long to know that God has not abandoned them. Taking a closer look at this story can help illuminate our own journey to Emmaus or wherever we are walking. And furthermore, can help us to be sure of God's presence, even when he seems absent. Our text takes us back to Easter Day. Mary Magdalene and some of the other ladies have gone to the tomb in the morning, found it empty, and have returned to tell the disciples that his body was not there. They mentioned having encountered an angel who reminded them that Jesus had said he would rise on the third day. But in verse 11, just before our passage, Luke tells us that the disciples thought that that story was just an idle tale. Christ is dead. His body is gone. The Passover and Sabbath having completed, two of the disciples leave Jerusalem and begin the seven and a half mile journey toward Emmaus, about a three hour walk, wrought with grief, confused, about the death of Jesus. As they walk and talk, another, traveled, another traveler joins them. Perhaps due to their grief and confusion, they're unable to recognize Jesus. How often does our grief prevent us from being able to think or see clearly? You guys seem sad. What's going on? Jesus asks. Imagine yourself in the midst of a conversation with your confidant, teary, and the stranger comes up and butts in. Honestly, my response may have been, none of your business. 
Cleopas shows a little more tact than I might have, but not without a degree of incredulity. Are you only a stranger here? Do you not know what's happened? Have you not paid attention to the news? Jesus plays dumb. What things? Now, of course, Jesus knew what happened. They happened to him. But there's something wonderful for us and the disciples here. Jesus invites them to tell their story, to express their grief, their pain, their sadness, their confusion. So they tell their story of the crucifixion. They tell of their hopes that Jesus had been the one to redeem Israel, but that he was dead, his body gone. Jesus patiently listens while they walk. This is wonderful for us because God similarly invites us to tell him our stories, our grief, our confusion. We can tell God that he didn't do what we hoped he would. We can tell God that we're struggling to believe. We can tell him anything we need to. He will patiently listen as he walks with us. Their story being ended, Jesus gives them some perspective. He begins to talk about Moses and the prophets, how the writings of Scripture in the Old Testament talk about this Jesus figure, this Christ, and why he had to suffer and enter into glory. But even then, the disciples still don't recognize Jesus. But they appreciate his perspective and beg him to stay and eat. We too, amid hard things, might seek perspective from others. We might see a counselor, therapist, family, friends. We might consult with a priest or other Christians. Their perspective and knowledge that we don't have might help us make some sense of the world. But that doesn't mean that we see or understand how God is there how he's at work in it. We may not see his goodness or his gracious hand. And it even may take decades later for that to become apparent. But thankfully, God and Christ are not done yet. Finally, at supper, the eyes of these two disciples are graciously opened as Jesus takes bread, blesses it, breaks it, and gives it to them. They finally recognize him. They finally understand. How many other times had they seen Jesus break bread? How many times had they eaten of the blessed bread? Their intellectual understanding is finally united with their emotional needs and they experience the very presence of God that they had longed for. Having been fed by word and by sacrament, They get back on the road, walk back to Jerusalem, and share their story. Christ is risen. Jesus may not get in your car and take a ride. He may not come and dine at your table. But he longs to share a meal with you. He longs to hear your story and for you to hear his word and to eat. He wants you to know him and to see him. 
As we gather in worship, we come with our story, we hear God's word, and we come to the table. We see the bread taken by the priest, blessed, broken, and given to us, to you, to me. Christ becomes very real and very present for us in the breaking of bread. And every time we do that, we represent Christ's actions not only at the Last Supper, but in Emmaus with these disciples. St. Augustine would encourage you. Quote, if you are a believer, if you listen to the word of God in fear and hope, you may take comfort in the breaking of bread. The Lord's absence is not an absence. Have faith in the one you cannot see is with you. End quote. The sacrament does not answer all of your questions. But our worship and the sacrament provides a concrete reminder for us of God's love, of his promise to always be with us, of his promise that he hears, that he understands, and that he wants to feed you. So as you come forward for Eucharist today, feed on him. Trust him and his care for you. Trust that he wants to dine with you. Trust that he will hear all of your story, that he will hear your grief and your pain, your confusion along the way. And he says, let me feed you. Let me bless you. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.